Hello, folks. Happy New Year and welcome in. SIP, SIN. I forget what game we're in because we were off for so long. We were off for two whole weeks. Oh, my God. It's been so long since we did this show. Now, understand me and Bill weren't totally off. We did do uh, that audible last week. We, we did go live for Jets Browns. It was the biggest mistake in my life because. By the way, it's game 18. It is the, it, it, it is game 17 18. still. We're in the top four, actually. So, oh, yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, dang. So, yeah, it yeah, is they, game, we, it is the top of the fourth of the 17th game. We want to wish all of our listeners a very happy new year. We are back from our long holiday break. Yep, and uh, I believe if my days are correct, Bill, um, we hope that you all had a very Merry Christmas. We hope you did have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa. Yep. Whatever you you celebrate. What did you do for Christmas? Well, let's see. You know, Christmas Eve was kind of low-key, and Mm -hmm. then I went to, um, I just hung out, had a nice dinner, and then next morning, it's like weird. Some people think, some people, Christmas Eve is the big one, Christmas Day is the big one for others. Christmas Day was the big one. Went to church, being the good Catholic that I am. Um, Better than me. (laughs) There's no shame. Um, You're always welcome back. Yeah, yeah. I'll make it a 2024 resolution. It's been four years. Then, you know, came home, opened gifts, had breakfast, and we went to my aunt's to have Christmas dinner. So, you know, it was the whole big... They had to watch that very disappointing giant game during Christmas yep. dinner. But, you know, have you ever been to one of those things where you want to watch the game when it's on, but you're surrounded by your family, so you got to talk to them, you got to... Uh, many times. It's called uh, being in a Puerto Rican household. And a lot of my uh, family members who are Puerto Rican, a lot of them are women that know nothing about sports, so... Yeah, so you're sitting there watching the game, and they're like, (laughs) "Hey, Dan, how's work? How's this?" Yeah, I mean, half the time I I BS it, you know, because you know back then I was a miserable guy. But you know, now you're happy. Now I'm now I'm more energetic than ever. So yeah, I give full answers. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, and then um, you know, saw my, and then I saw my um, then went home. Saw a friend who only comes by every once in a while. Had a few post Christmas dinner beverages, mm-hmm. and yeah. And then, um, so what did you do for your Christmas? Well, I was home alone. Um, I had to work, unfortunately, because uh-huh. unfortunately, in broadcast news, the news never stops. It's a twenty four hour cycle. It, no matter what you do, so I had to go in to the morning shift and then after the morning shift which lasted pretty short not going to tell you how short but pretty short i then went out to this diner that i've never been to Mm -hmm. i'm looking for something to eat and for those of you that are wondering if things are open on christmas yes there are diners and restaurants that are open on christmas uh if if those of you that don't believe me uh, i would suggest going to a chinese place 
So, you know, so yes, I, I found a diner, surprisingly. A, you know, a hearty breakfast. And then I drove around Virginia for a little bit because I felt like it. And then after driving around Virginia, because I felt like it, I then went home, I settled in, and watched the Nick game. And the Knicks um, were playing so well that they put me to sleep. So I fell asleep on Christmas. I fell mm-hmm. asleep on, on Christmas. I was very happy. The Knicks won. Uh, by the way, the Knicks have uh, made a lot of moves since uh, we last spoke to y'all. Um, and of course, since Christmas. But yes, uh, the, the Knicks did win, which was pretty nice. And then I got to watch the football. I saw Terod Taylor absolutely dominate the second half. They should have beaten the Eagles. They should have. The Eagles you know, are the, I'm saying this because and, if I don't say it, someone else will. And, the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. are the most overrated team in the yeah. NFL. I, I believe you, you, look, Bill, you're you're being very nice to them. You do not have to be Nice to the Philadelphia Eagles because we know it's January fifth. It's it's, still Christmas, so in the spirit of Christmas, I'm being nice to them. You're you're being very nice to them, Bill. It is time to put the F word right next to the Philadelphia Eagles because that is exactly what they are. Frauds. They are frauds. No, they are. They're They're a bunch of frauds. Jalen Hurts is having a terrible season. Certainly, a terrible second half to the season. That's for sure. Um, they've had some awful, awful losses down the stretch. Um, they couldn't buy any big time, uh, win. And let's be real, uh, there were no get for, for a team that is in need of a get right game. They could not find one. They couldn't. They tried. They couldn't. I have a feeling this Sunday, unfortunately, is going to be the get-right game. But well, well, how do you know? Terod Taylor is going back out there. Yeah. So this and he like used the thing. I'm watching the game, and we talked about this on on the um audible last week when we were doing the mm-hmm. Jets Browns game, which. I should really go to confession for that because that was my by the idea. Way, who the hell puts the Jets twice in a week? That 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 is just silly in its own right. Yeah, I I, I need to go to confession for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Father, if you're listening, uh, pencil me in for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, here's the thing, and I said this: the Giants got screwed by the refs. They did. The fishing's horrible. And listen, we can go on a whole doctoral thesis. We could probably hire, I don't know, Alan Menken, Paysack and Paul, and write a whole freaking musical about why the refs suck. We would do that, but they cost money. So we're not going to do that. Um, But anyway, that was just a game that I thought, I thought for one second we were going to beat them. Like, we're going to beat the Eagles. We're going to come on back. It's a game. And then all my hopes and dreams were crashed. I hope. Have you ever saw that SpongeBob episode with the, um, it was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number one. You've seen that episode. Plenty of times. Yes. And you know that, that scene when, when Mr. Krabs in the graveyard and he sees Squidward, he goes, here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams. 
my team, so airlines, bills, hopes, and dreams for the New York Giants. Yeah, and and look, the the Giants had a fabulous second half. Obviously, the Eagles were bailed out uh, a few times by the officials, and but Giants still had a chance at it at the end, surprisingly. Yeah, but we'll get more to the Giants when we get yeah. to the NFL. But um, yeah, um, yeah, so so, um, what, so yeah, that happened. Go ahead. So um. You, but you were in St. Louis before Christmas. I was in St. Louis before Christmas. Yeah, so I visited my brother. My brother is a sports reporter out there in St. Louis. He um, he showed me his television station, which was pretty nice. Yeah, I saw the pictures on your Facebook. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly nicer than my television station, but who, who's, who's uh, keeping score there? Um no, if Reggie's no. bosses are listening to that, we apologize. And, uh, I hope they're not listening. Um, well, maybe my former bosses. My former bosses would. But um, no, I, I saw his television station. Um, very nice station. Very nice people, as expected. They're better than New Yorkers. Um, and the no, he took me around the city. I saw downtown. Um you know, the Cardinals are downtown, the Blues are downtown, so that's pretty nice. See the arena, see the Bush Stadium, and then go inside Bush Stadium, but from the outside, it looks great. I saw... Hey, so go back down there during baseball season. Yeah, man, I want to go to Cardinals game bad, man. I really do. I would love that experience. So, one of these days. And then uh, I saw the arch. The gateway I arch. saw, you saw the arch. It is a beautiful, beautiful masterpiece. I'm telling you right now, that is a beautiful a uh, piece of American history right there. So that 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 was a great thing. I saw. I went to the zoo. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, I did not post any zoo pictures. Unfortunately, my zoo pictures were not as good looking as I thought it was. It's okay. I take full responsibility for that. Uh, but um, no, I went to the zoo. The zoo was fun. Saw a lot of crazy animals. Um, uh, he even saw some uh, some uh, stuff from the apes that I cannot describe on our podcast because if I tried to, it would. Uh, I think a lot of children would uh, not uh, appreciate that. I don't think the parents would. Would you like to tell us off air? Yeah, I will tell you exactly what happened off air. So um, yeah, so I saw I saw the I saw some apes do the you know what seat. That was pretty cool. I am trying to hold back from a joke right now. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep it Yeah. Yeah to no, myself. They leave it to Seth McFarland to do all that stuff. Uh, uh, yes, we are going to and uh, we are Trent going to pay Seth McFarland to do a family guy cutaway gag on that. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, all this side, the zoo was a lot of fun. You know, we saw some really cool animals. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, look, I'm a sucker for anything that you know I, I've never seen before. So, you know, any animals that I've never seen before, I'm cool. I'm fascinated by it. So, yeah, so that was that was fun. And then, you know, for the most part, um, oh, I saw some Christmas lights. So, uh, what was it, Grant Farm, wherever the farm was. Um, that this is the I think it was the the place where the Bush family uh, of the beer company, um, where they um, um, they are their residence was, and they had the lights, they had Christmas lights, so I saw a bunch of Christmassy stuff over there. That was pretty cool as well. I went with uh, my brother's wife and 
her mom. So that was a cool experience. And then, you know, for the most part, you know, just looking around St. Louis and dog sitting. I was dog sitting for my brother and my sister. So it was, uh, hey, but that's fun. Yeah. And the, the, the dogs are, they don't do anything. So it was very easy. So they just eat, sleep, and crap. Yeah. And then they also, they also, they, they love giving me kisses. You know, you know, they, I, I guess, you know, cause I'm a twin. So I guess when they see me, they kind of think that I'm their, their dad. So. They you know, think you're that. They think you're your your brother. Yeah, and that, now a more unhealthy version of the guy, but still, yeah, who's this guy? He looks like our dad. <laughs> still, very much look alike. So, yeah, that's a that, that was pretty cool. The dogs are great. Um, they they had no issue with them, and the rest of the time just chilling. It was a very nice vacation. I really appreciate. Hey, glad you got to get away for for a while and see your yes. brother. Yeah, so I did that before Christmas. Then of course came home for Christmas. And um, it was a it was a lot of fun. Much needed holiday break for both of us. Well, we're, we're back, back though. It's the new year, yeah. and I know you probably are going through those post holiday blues. This weekend, you're probably taking yeah. your decorations down. Yeah, but you know, for me, it goes away quick because I work at a TV station that stresses me out all the time. So it's like it, all that you know. There's no there's no time to be sad and everything. It really isn't. Yeah, but you know, while whilst you're confronting your post Christmas blues, mm-hmm. we got some stuff to talk about today. Yeah, we got um, some. We, we got, have a lot. We have a lot to talk about, Bill. That's right. Um, yeah, we got some uh, holiday laments in baseball. We're gonna briefly touch upon. We yeah, got some football um, to talk about. Yeah, the, 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 a lot happened when we were gone. Uh, let's see, the Knicks traded R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly to the Raptors. Um, and, uh, that, that was a very surprising trade, but Hey, look, you got defender OG Ananobi who's been terrific so far. So I can't complain with that. Uh, we wish RJ Barrett the best. Of course. And then, um, the Yankees finally signed a pitcher. It was not Yoshi Yamamoto. That's for sure. Um, we'll get to that in a second. And then football happened. Yes, we got some college football, football playoffs. Mm-hmm. We got the we got the NFL Sunday slate. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about the whole Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel situation. Ooh. Distractions For- after distractions. Not necessarily. We'll get to that. But. Yeah, we got a lot to talk. We got some playoff implications we need to talk about. It's finally that time. We have our picks too. We have. We got to bring out the. We got to bring out the big. We got to bring out the board for this one. Mm-hmm. That's going to explain every single playoff scenario. Yeah, we need. We need Steve Kornacki. That. That's what we need. And I called him. He was busy. <laughs> busy we, what? The counting Trump's polls again. Um. We, Steve Kordaki, if you ever want to come on, you're more than welcome. Yeah, not not for politics though. Screw that. Screw oh, but that. he does do good on both on sports. Oh yeah, sure, sure. He's I mean, great. Yeah, I love him when he does the playoff scenarios. Um, he's a man he, of multiple. Te- he's a jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Oh, we also had the college football playoff. That's right. We we uh, we. We have a final 
that's going to happen soon, the College Football Playoff National Championship game. It will feature my father's beloved Michigan Wolverines. So that's going to be cool. Um, and I believe the Washington Huskies were the second one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they are. Yeah, so, Bill, it's yes. time. Let's get to it. And what's that, college football? Let's start with the power rankings first, because this is interesting. Yes. Okay, we got your MLB power rankings for 2024. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? I'm going to just be honest with you folks. I don't put much stock in these things. Do you, Reg? No, I need to see a season. I need to see what teams look like through June, basically. And listen, folks, it's only January. Yeah. Like, the March Power Rankings, the two teams that ended up making it to the World Series, last year in the March Power Rankings, the Rangers and the... Diamondbacks had a less than had a two percent chance or less to make it to the World Series. So I don't put much stock in these rankings right now. Okay, do you want me to go through all thirty? Do you want me to go through the top ten or uh, the top five, if we can? Your wish is my command. Okay, number five is the Houston Astros. Now the Astros took a took a dip last season. They did not. They obviously went to the American League Championship, but they were not the same team. And it was very obvious they were not the same team. Um, They didn't have Verlander for half the year. Uh, Altuve was in and out. Um, Made up for it with the stellar pitching and obviously uh, their bench coming in the clutch. But yeah, they took a big bit of a dive this year. Five is appropriate for them. That, that's still the team. Number four, the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles, uh, their stock has gone way up. That is a young team. They just felt the agony of losing, getting swept in the playoffs. So um, they'll serve their fire for the season. Excuse me, sorry. Birds got flipped. Mm-hmm. But no, that's a strong young team. Yeah. I think they belong in the top five. Yeah, no, I think it's very appropriate. They have a good manager, Brandon Hyde, um, who's done a terrific job. And then um, th- that team is loaded with young talent. And let's be real, they're cooking in the American League. Like, they were absolutely doing a great job all year round. So I can't complain. All right. Number three, I'm actually shocked they were ranked surprisingly this low. The Los Angeles Dodgers. So the Dodgers should be better because they have Shohei. We'll get to the Yoshinobu Yamamoto uh, deal in a second, but they now have him. So um, now Shohei's not pitching. Yamamoto is pitching. That I'm telling you right now, the Dodgers are loaded with talent. And because they were able to defer God knows how many millions of dollars, uh, 680, that is, million dollars uh, of Shohei's contract, um, they're able to pretty much work around the luxury tax and, you know, find some other pieces. So 
They're loaded with talent right now. They are the team to beat. I think they're. I honestly think they should be the favorite to win the World Series. But you know what's going to happen in typical Dodger fashion. Right? Well, I mean, this this has to be the year that it doesn't happen, Bill. It could. They could probably actually win this year. They they have to win. There is no there is no more. Well, we came up short. No, you have to. No, team. you basically gave all this money. You should be thankful that yeah, that uh, Otani deferred the payments, mm-hmm. which I don't understand how the hell that's legal. Uh, it, 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 I mean, it is because baseball has loopholes. They allow everything. Um, yeah, somebody but, who's smarter than us figure that out. But but uh, look, no matter no matter what. You know, baseball will always have this ridiculous system. If they had a salary cap, that certainly won't be the case. But, I think they should do what football does and get a salary cap. And the players will never agree to that. that oh, that they will. Flip. They would revolt. never, ever, ever agree to that. They'll take this, and then they'll they'll have these ridiculous deferred payments. By the way, the way the Dodgers are deferring payment, it is it is not within the spirit of the deferred payments option. It's not. It never, never has been, never will be. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, it's it's comical what the Dodgers are doing, and you know, at some point, the commissioner of baseball has to put a, a, a stop to this crap. And I know it's not necessarily legal, but someone's got to give because this is ridiculous. But go ahead, Bill. Sorry. Okay, number two, the defending world champion Texas Ranger. Rangers now that they, they they they're not the best team in baseball coming into this season, but they are the world champions. And don't be surprised if they're at it again. Like this is a good team, and they're still they're no no matter what people are saying, they're still in on Jordan Montgomery. And apparently, Montgomery prefers the Texas Rangers. So I don't know if the Texas Rangers are going to go out there and pay Montgomery what he deserves, but. He, they should definitely look into that. For sure. Jordan, if the Rangers don't satisfy you, you'll always have a place back in the Bronx. So, so here's the problem with that. Brian Cashman traded it. Yes. And said he's not within our future plans, yet the Yankees are interested in him again. We need a start. We need another starting pitcher here, we Cashman. We need a starter, but it, it's, it, it's, it's tough when it's a former player that you traded. Yeah, so I guess there's still some it's bad. A bad trade, but you traded, so it's gonna be hard. Um, and now I know, I noted that the Yankees are kind of in it, kind of not on Blake Snell, which you know, it, which is fine. You know, obviously he's a he's one of those uh, where you don't kind of you don't know what you're gonna get out of him each year. Some years he's very good; he's one Cy Young before. Um, other years, very difficult to watch. Okay, we'll get to that in a second, but you know who number one is? Who's number one? The Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves. That's a powerhouse team that you know needs to get its act together. And it's a good it's a good it's a good ranking for them. I think the Braves, if you're talking about like last year and putting them at number one, I think this is a very pick. Yeah, but 
you know, the Braves have proven time and time again that they are absolute kings during the regular season. Playoffs, it, you choke. Yeah, it, it, it remains to be seen. The last two playoffs, they've been no shows. But um, during the regular season, they're tough to beat. So I like it. I don't know, number one, I like it. I like it for number one for that reason. Um, but they got to show up in the playoffs. You know, the two playoffs in a row where, you know, they get knocked out, That that's um pretty tough one to swallow there. Now, I totally agree with you on that. I'm. I think you need. They need to stop chirping in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, those are your your top five power rankings. The Yankees are number twelve. Yeah, so in the Yankees, they they've hit hard, some tough times right now. Um, they obviously have Soto, which should obviously make the team better, but. Their top of the rotation is still it's still in need of that one other guy. Um, right now, you have it with Cole. You may have it with Rodon if he gets his head out of his ass. You may have it with Nestor if he stays healthy. Um, but they still need another guy. So, and they missed out on it. I know. The and look, here's what I'll say about Yamamoto. I think the Yankees were used by Yamamoto to get to the Dodgers because ultimately I think him, he wanted to be with Shohei. He also wanted to be on the West coast Uh, for Japanese players. The West coast is very intriguing. Nice weather, uh, somewhat closer to home. I don't know how much closer, but somewhat closer. Um, And, you know, lifestyles lifestyles different than East Coast, and look, it's it's a good vibe. It's a very good vibe in LA. So Shohei lured him, and Yamamoto basically forced the Dodgers' hand to pay him up. And you know, the Yankees didn't want to go past three hundred million. And you know, sometimes you just have to understand that it's the business, and you're not going to get everybody. Yeah, but Reg, all I can say is this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, I know. The Yankees aren't the Yankees anymore. I think we have to accept that. They're just... Yeah. If George was alive, he would have. Yeah, but again, I think there there are factors to Yomoto besides the money. It's not... Money and, and, of course, the Yankee franchise is just a great brand. You know, it's it's a one of the top brands, sports brands. Excuse me, as I uh, have a hiccup and catch my breath here. Um, in around the world, like it, it is a legacy brand, baseball brand around the world. So everyone knows what the Yankees are, but there are other factors to it. And I think having his own countrymen. Playing the Dodgers, I think it helped. It helped make that decision easier. But the Dodgers had to pay up, and that's what they did. They paid up a lot. I, you know, and I agree. And again, that rotation would have been cold. Sick. Sick. Rodon. Nestor. 
Yamamoto, that rotation would have been yeah sick. one one through four is um you know pretty cool. It's a, it's a good rotation there. Um, like obviously play yeah, now, I yeah. would not be complaining. I wouldn't complain. I you, you but you, you the thing is you can't pay him so much because you don't know what you're going to get out of him. That's what scares me. It scares me because, you know, if he's a bad pitcher one year, but then all of a sudden he's a good year, then it's like, oh, well, we we, we, we overpaid for someone that's, you know, that, you know, doesn't know, that you don't know really what you're going to get. And um, that that's one of the things that the Yankees have to be careful with. So I don't mind it, but uh, he needs to be good. I mean, and especially in New York, if you're bad, you know, those fly balls, you know, because he's a fly ball pitcher. Those fly balls, they're, um, they could easily get out of the ballpark. So it's like, got to be careful. It's, a, it's one of the things you have to really evaluate. If you're The Yankees should not act desperate here. We can certainly find a starting pitcher. You just got to be careful. But yeah, you got to get another starter pitcher. Maybe get another reliever, and we're set. Yeah, and and I think the Yankees are they're looking into the relieving depth for sure. They need it. They 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 certainly do. They lost a few few relievers this uh, off season, so they definitely need the depth. But you know what? I'll say this about this off season compared to last off season. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing slightly better, and yes, I know that's a low bar because. What did they do last year? They're like, okay, we we signed Judge. We're done. That was it. Um, it oh, is okay, better. Yeah, we should get another pitcher. Okay, let's get let's get Carlos Rodon and let's throw the fans a bomb. Yeah. Um, okay, we're no, we're not signing anyone else. We did our job. We signed Judge. We we signed Judge. We got Rodon. We're we are good as gold. Yeah, you know the this hoping and praying. That a youngster like Volpe is going to work out in the season. That that, that crap can go on anymore. Um, so the Yankees, in my opinion, have had an okay offseason. Um, it hasn't been too bad. They did make the trade for Soto. And again, and I'm, I'm going to reiterate this. I, I do not care if he's a rental. It's about winning now. And right now the Yankees, they're hitting – and their starting lineup, they have a power punch from the top of the order to the middle of the order. power punch. And in ballpark like Yankee Stadium, a power punch is definitely necessary. So it's about winning now and having a meaningful season. I don't care if he's running. I want to win. Well, I agree with you. But here's the thing. The Yankees don't win. This Soto trade was either a waste of human life. But it may not be because what if Soto likes it in the Bronx? What if he likes being a If he does, you know he's going to want Otani money now. Well, but here's the thing, and and that's another good point you brought up because he has Scott Boris um, doing his contracts now. So Scott Boris obviously is the big-time player moneymaker. But you also have to take into account a few things. Look, I, I don't know what his experience is going to be like in New York. I don't. I don't know how anything's going to end up. But if Juan Soto likes it 
likes being in a Yankee pinstripe. Like, there should be no reason why the Yankees can't get a deal done. I can agree with you on that. So let, let's see what happens throughout the season. Let's see if he likes it. I don't know if he will. Let's see if he likes it. So far, it's, he seems pretty excited about it. Uh, and, of course, the teammates, the Yankee team, pretty much they, they love the idea of Soto being in the lineup. So let, let's see how it works out. There, there are other factors to it. But, of course, the big thing is money. And the Yankees are very reluctant to push past uh, the threshold just to get the, their guy. You know, they were reluctant with Judge. You know, you can't really be doing that no more. So, um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's it's something that uh, we should definitely look out for. But, again, it's about this season. It's not about next season. It's about this season. Right. You know, let's see what we can do this season. Yeah. Hopefully Soto likes it in the Bronx. Yeah, and and right and, now the Yankees have Juan Soto in their line. Let's go. Let's all go. All right, let's do it. So don't worry. We'll get you that Bombers banter as soon as we can. I We, we promise you. By the end of the month. Sure, we promise you. Uh. It, it, it wasn't. It just wasn't it this this off season. It wasn't it because again we this was the um. Have you ever seen that meme of Willy Wonka? It goes, "Come with me, and you'll be in a world of procrastination." Or have you ever seen this meme? Procrastinators unite tomorrow. Um. Yeah. <laughs> because here's what happened. We were first thinking. And I explained this before. We were thinking. Okay, we'll do it in free agency because free agency starts five days after the World Series ends. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, man, you know what? We'll wait till after winter meetings, which is usually like early, mid-December. Mm-hmm. And then once winter meetings were over, we're like, you know what? We'll try to get one out before Christmas. And then we just got stuck in the holidays. We're like, eh, we'll do it after the holidays. Yeah. And it just never got done. Yeah, it just never got done. The the scheduling, the, the, this is the big thing. The scheduling was never. Um, you know, we only had enough time really to do the football and SIP. And you know, I would obviously appear on certain things, but it, it just didn't line up. So we promise you, our schedules are better now, and we will and get the holidays the bomber- are over, and we're gonna get you the bombers bank. We'll get it. Things are cleared up now. We'll get it to you soon. Definitely before spring training. Yes. That's our next line. That is our next <laughs> threshold is spring training. Spring training. If we don't have one before spring training game start, then I'll, I'll slap myself in the face. Okay. We will get things done. We will get it done before spring training, folks. We promise. Yep. Um, in the meantime, Bob, Bob, Mary, please, please, in the meantime, please, uh, Mike Rifkin has been doing batter up. So uh please follow batter up and um be be sure to you know be on the lookout for any big time news. Nothing going crazy on the baseball smart, so um but Mike Rifkin has been doing batter up, so definitely follow him. He'll have the baseball talk for sure. And um we'll get you ready for the twenty twenty four major league baseball season. Can you believe that the football playoffs are almost here? And yes. after the football playoffs, spring training is coming. So You know what it is? 
He's never a break. I kind of feel like, and you know, of course, we got to talk about the college football stuff real quick. But you know what? I I have. Have you ever noticed this? Like when you transition it from football into baseball season, you have that nice lull. You can take off, in my case, the blue; in your case, the green, and put on the pinstripes, and just like nicely get ready to settle into to 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 baseball while we made the transition from baseball to football season, you know, because when football season starts, baseball season's still going on. So you kind of kind of got to wear the Yankee hat and the Giants or the Jets jersey. But then, but I like the transition from football to baseball season because you get that nice lull after the Super Bowl. Then about a week or so after the Super Bowl, spring training starts, and you're just ready to go. I'm ready to go now. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but put, be on the lookout for more baseball. Um, because football's winding down, so we'll get more baseball stuff to you soon. Football is winding down, and um, we'll get to the, base, to the football playoffs in just a second. Uh, we'll... Maybe we'll get to it now because there was a football playoff. Yes. Yeah, so while no. you were, while you all were sleeping off your New Year's hangovers. Mm-hmm. Yep. There were two college football games being played. They sure were. Like that is my New Year's tradition because New Year's Eve I usually go to a party. Then New Year's Day I don't really feel like doing anything, so I just watch college football. And I have to say first. Michigan beat Alabama. And thank the Lord that they did that. Bye, bye, Bama. Because you know what I always that, say that, on, that, podcast, on here on this podcast, Reg? When Alabama loses, America wins. Yeah, it, it, it's a great day when Alabama loses. It, it really is. We'd like to express our condolences to Nick Saban. <laughs> Even though your team didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. But Florida State really didn't belong there either, let's be real. Because look, they got massacred by yeah, and look, and, and look, uh, look I, I I thought Florida State obviously did enough. But the thing but I don't think that, that score was more of a uh, it was more of a vindication for Georgia than a "you're definitely right about Florida State" type of thing. You know what I mean? Like I think because I feel like, and I know people are going to disagree because Alabama did beat Georgia, and you know that that that's a big win. You know that's a team that you know you know has been on a massive winning streak, almost well, almost one thirty straight games. So. You know, it, it it it's a big win, but for Georgia to not be included in, in that playoff conversation after the SEC championship game was just baffling. It, it's baffling. It was, and they showed up and they proved that they are a very strong team and they definitely deserved it. And I'm glad that they were able to show off the committee and they showed off in a big way. I feel bad for Florida State. I thought they should have been in the conversation as well. Maybe they should have been in it because they're undefeated. But 
I mean, Florida State is where they are. You know, you know what? I'm going to say this. I know the argument, well, Florida State didn't play all of its actual people because they either entered the transfer portal or they went to the draft, so it wasn't really their team. Bah, 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 bah. I don't care. You want to prove to people, yeah, you know, you, we, we were, you were wrong about us. Win your game. Win your game. And I'm like, listen, if the game was more competitive, if they lost, but the game was at least competitive, so I was like, okay. Then Florida State, okay, they should have. And like, listen, when that happened, I was totally in agreement. Like, I think what Mike Novella said, the head coach of Florida State, he was totally 100% in the right. When he just, he didn't do the standard, well, we're disappointed, but um, we're, but we respect the committee's decision. No, he was like, this is this is just a slap in the face. Yeah. And listen, they had every right to feel that way. And you know what, though? But I heard from somewhere, someone said, well, if Florida State wins this game, they should be declared national champions. Doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Does not work that way. Right. It's like after the Yankees lose the 2004 LCS, and you got you probably folks remember in 2005 the Yankees opened up against the Red Sox. It's not like they said, "Well, if we beat the Red Sox in the opening series, we should be considered the world champions." No, it doesn't work that way. So, Florida State, and they're also trying to leave the ACC. Yeah. So, yeah, but let's focus on the positive here. Bama lost. <laughs> and that play at the end of the game, when you just do the run up the middle, that was a stupid play. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so happy right now. No, it's great. It's great. It's great for Michigan. Michigan has been treated poorly all, all season. Um, whether it's by the NCAA, whether it's by the Big Ten, whether it's by um, college football fans, you know, and obviously, look, Michigan did this themselves, but still, like you know, they they proved to everybody that you know they everyone can suck it because you know they they proved that they could win without their big time coach, and they did. They not only did they uh, win the whole Big Ten. They're now going to the national championship game. And obviously, Harbaugh has been there uh, throughout the postseason. But, you know, still, like, this is a good accomplishment for them. And uh, I'm happy for this Michigan team. They deserve it. And they're, they're, they're a tough team. They're going to be a tough one to, to, to beat out. And, you know, there is rumors that Harbaugh is going to be returning to the NFL yeah, next year. It seems, it seems more likely that's going to happen. There's talks that he might be going to the Chargers. There's talk that he's that he because he was associated with Tom Brady's agent who has connections with the Raiders. So who you know, knows what's going me. on? Who knows what's going on? Yeah. So it, it looks like Harbaugh is going to go back to the NFL because you know look. I think the college landscape has pretty much changed, and I think they're done. I I, I think Harbaugh's done, honestly. 
And I think e- Eberflu- and Eberflus might be done in Chicago, so maybe he's going there. I mean, there's talk that he might be coming back, though. So, I mean, you know, that's... Yeah, we don't know. We'll yeah. maybe do a little black. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I heard that they're actually thinking about bringing back... Yeah, I heard that, too. Eberflus, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the rest of the coach. So, yeah, so... And, and then, anyway... Washington beats Texas. Michael Penix, baby. And it's going to be Washington, Michigan, Monday night for the national championship. I'm excited. This is going to be a good one. I'm very excited, too. I can't wait for it. It's going to be. And no Alabama and no Georgia. Yeah, because screw them, right? (laughs) Thank the Lord. Hey, Georgia doesn't really bother me, but Alabama does. <laughs> hey, Bama, we just beat the hell out of you. Michigan just beat the hell out of you. <laughs> hell to the victors. <laughs> oh, God. Like I said, folks, when Alabama loses, America wins. America wins. God bless America. And we wish Nick Saban the best next year. Or do we? I don't know. Um, what does he want to do? Does he want to keep coaching? I mean, he's also talk, in talks of maybe retiring or so. Like, you know. Like um, like his friend who coaches in the NFL should. But we'll talk about him in a minute. Don't worry, folks. We'll talk about him. Okay. So... Michigan, Washington, Monday night. Brad, who's your pick? I'm going to go with Michigan. Washington's a tough team. That has another really good team, though. So don't sleep on Washington. I think Michigan, ultimately. I'm going to go with Michigan. As, I'm going to go with Michigan as well. But I'm going to agree with you. Do not count Washington out. I think Penix is looking really good. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going with Michigan. I'm but can he be the Jet quarterback? You want him? I want anyone that's not Zach Wilson and not Aaron Rodgers. And not Trevor Simeon. And not Trevor Simeon. Tim Boyle's gone, so I don't have to worry about him. But, yeah, no, I, I want I, – I, I, I can't have anyone from that quarterback class. I'll take it. Reg is counting down the minutes until where he doesn't have to worry about the Jets again until September. Yeah. Well, I don't worry about well, – it's a little too late about Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but, yeah, definitely the Jets. Yeah, no. <gasps> too much. Yeah, no, I, I we need a new quarterback that's not named Zach Wilson and not named Aaron Rodgers. We need Aaron Rodgers is just saying. We, we need to start cleaning, but we'll get to all that. Uh, more uh, on the early week edition of the podcast. We'll get to more of that stuff. Yeah, it'll be um, Jets and Giants post-mortem. Check that out next week. Yeah. Um. So we move on, and now we get to the, the real the real play, in my opinion. Sorry, Kyle. Hey, the college football's real, too. It's not real until it expands, which it will. It will expand starting next season. I think. I think, yeah, it does. I think it's like 12 teams. I think that's what they're saying. 
But in any case, um, the NFL playoffs. Obviously, Week 18 has a lot of big-time clinching scenarios. Um, be sure to stay tuned for the Sunday sideline report. I'm not sure if I'm going to be there now because plans have changed on my end. But um, Mike Rifkin's definitely going to be there. Mark Halpern's definitely going to be there. Noah Trombley is apparently going to be there. It's going to be an exciting stuff. We're going to go through all the clinching scenarios. We're going to go through all the nonsense. We're going to go through everything going on. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wild. But, but, but we'll, we'll talk about that briefly. Um, when we get to picks, do you want to go through the whole schedule like we always do or just the games oh, that yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Okay. So, playoff situations that we got. The Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. Just when you thought they were out, Mm -hmm. they're still in. Yeah. By by the way, uh, before we get to the scenarios, here's who's clinched in the AFC. Ravens have clinched. They're the North Division and the number one seed. So, they get the first round by... And everything goes through Baltimore if Baltimore obviously can win their home game. So uh, the Ravens, they have the number one seed throughout the AFC. Right right behind them in clinching, they got the Chiefs, they got the Browns, they got the Dolphins. Uh, Chiefs having a mediocre season, so uh, they definitely deserve whatever third place they got. Third seed. Wild, wild, wild stuff. Um, again, Browns in, Dolphins in. Uh, Browns and Dolphins only have so far a playoff berth. The Browns will definitely get the wild card. Um, the Dolphins, just like Bill just said, uh, can get the AFC East, but they have to face the Buffalo Bills and win. So, uh, but the Dolphins are definitely going uh, into January. They were in January now. But you know what I mean. They're going to the playoffs. Um, so no need to worry about that, Dolphins fans. But definitely look out for the AFC East because Buffalo, they're right behind your tail. They only got to win one, and that's against y'all. So so Buffalo can clinch the AFC East division title with a win. Yep. And they can clinch a playoff with a tie, a Pittsburgh loss or tie, Mm-hmm. Or a Jacksonville loss or tie. So they need either Pittsburgh or Jacksonville to lose. And, and, then, and then Houston and Indianapolis have to tie. Yeah. And Miami Dolphins, they win. They win the AFC East. They lose. They're still in the playoffs. So anyway, the Houston Texans. We're just going to admit, that AFC South dude is up for grabs. Yeah, no, everyone everyone can win this division, which is so... Except so the Titans. Good. Yeah, true that. But, like, you know what I mean. Pretty much everyone can win this division. Um, they can get in the playoffs with a win, or and they need it to tie, and they need Jacksonville and Pittsburgh to lose. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh can lose... I believe a Pittsburgh tie, yes, along with those scenarios, are good as well. That's correct. 
I'm sorry I missed that there, folks. Uh, and, um, then, and then to clinch the South, they have to win, obviously. And then Jacksonville has to lose or die. Um, and that's obviously a very could very well happen. So you never know. Um, then you got the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. They clinch the division first. They win the playoff first with either a win or a tie and a Pittsburgh loss or tie. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. win the division with a win and a Jacksonville loss or a tie and a Jacksonville loss. And then I, I believe in that scenario as well, if Jacksonville ties and Indianapolis wins, I think yes. Uh, yes, that that's true. Also, that can also propel them to the division cup. Um, but if I'm in Indianapolis, I'm worried about just getting to the playoffs. <laughs> just just get to the playoffs, and you, you're good. Yeah, because Miami, the, we already it, talked about it. They win or tie, they win the AFCs. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so again, you know, just um, all all Indianapolis or Houston because they're facing each other. Just win, and you're in the playoffs. Um. Okay, the Steelers, on the other hand, yeah, did, did Jacksonville just do Jacksonville scenarios? Because they have scenarios too. Yeah, I didn't catch to them. Hold on, I may have skipped. Okay, I, 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 okay, I, I, I got mistake. you. I got you. Jacksonville, uh, they they get playoff berth with uh, just a playoff berth. Obviously, a win would 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 be obviously enough. That's enough for the title of the division, but. If somehow, some way, they uh somehow, some way, something happens and whatever, then they don't win. I believe a Jacksonville tie and a Pittsburgh loss or tie would do it, as well as a Pittsburgh loss, a Denver loss or tie, and Houston and Indianapolis does not end in a tie. And I think Jacksonville gets a playoff. So they would need a lot of help if they win. But all that help goes away if they win. Yeah, so they win, they win the AFC South. Yep. Uh, We talked about the Dolphins. Dolphins are already in. They just need a division title. Uh, A winner tie does that. Now we're going to get to Pittsburgh. Um. So Pittsburgh's interesting because a lot of self-inflicted wounds for Pittsburgh got them to this scenario. They obviously can't win the division because Baltimore has that. But they can still get a playoff berth. Here are the few scenarios. Bill, follow me on this one. This is crazy. Okay, I got them right up here. So, All right. Obviously, Pittsburgh has to win. Uh, that's that's easy. Uh but they need help after the win. They need a Buffalo loss or a Jacksonville loss or tie or a tie between the the Texans and the Colts. Or they need a Jacksonville loss and obviously the and then if that's the case then Houston and Indianapolis cannot end in a tie. And uh, in the uh but that's if Pittsburgh ties by the way. That's the fourth scenario I just Put out that's if Pittsburgh ties. Uh, so I apologize for that. Um, and then 
if Pittsburgh ends up losing, which can still be the case, Jacksonville has to lose, Denver has to win, and Indianapolis and uh, Houston cannot end in a tie. And that somehow is how Steelers can make it. There's a lot of scenarios where it could happen. I think if you're, I think if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you got to be the most worried fan right now. Yeah, but if I'm Buffalo, and by the way, I have no love for the Buffalo Bills, so if they lose, good, good for them. They can go, you know what, themselves. Um, if I'm Buffalo, I'm worried, like you know, because obviously, you know. 50-50 shot, you can either beat the Dolphins and you get, you, you obviously get in uh, and stuff. But you can go from winning the division with a win to being out of the playoffs if you get absolutely no help. So I'm terrified if I'm a Bills fan going into Sunday. Just saying. That's a lot of help that they. That's a lot of help that they need in order to make the playoffs. Because you need Pittsburgh to lose. Well, you you need Pittsburgh loss. You need a Jacksonville loss, and then you need a tie by the uh, a tie between Houston and Indianapolis, or you need a tie with the Dolphins. Yeah, you either need a tie or you need Pittsburgh or Jacksonville to lose or tie, or you need Houston and Indy to tie. So that's a a lot, it's a lot of different scenarios if you don't win your game. So I'm telling you right now, if I'm a Bills fan, I'm going for a tie or a win. A tie gets you into the playoffs. A win clinches your your division title. So. You know, it's it's right there for you. You just got to play the Dolphins well, and you can get in. Uh, but if you, if you don't win, you're in trouble. Major, major, major trouble. Okay. So here are the NFC tie-breaking situations. All right. 49ers have won the Western Division. They're the number one seed, and they got the first round by. Everything goes through Santa Clara, California. Okay, Atlanta clinches the NFC South Division title <laughs> with a win and a Tampa Bay loss. It's amazing how Atlanta's still in it, but that, that it is fascinating. It is the worst division in football. It really is. It, it, it's, it really is. It is so fascinating how this team can still win the division. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Atlanta does have a chance, and I think the only way they can get in, just like everyone else in that South Division, is via the division. So uh, they got a win, and Tampa Bay's got a lose. Yeah, so that's that's taller to ask for Atlanta. Um, now the Cowboys, they're in the playoffs, but they can they they need to get that division title. They do it with a win that that's easy, or a Philly loss, or let's just say Dallas ties. Well, Philadelphia has to tie too. So, um, uh, some scenarios for the Cowboys are very likely to happen. So, uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, unfortunately, you're going to have to root for Bill's beloved New York Giants. 
You're going to have to actually root for us tomorrow, Cowboy. I mean, Sunday, Cowboy fans. You're going to have to actually root for us. Here's an interesting one. The Green Bay Packers, Bill. Read that for a second. Yeah, they get in the playoff berth with a win. Mm-hmm. A tie and a Seattle loss or tie or a Saints loss or tie. Or a tie, a Seattle loss, and a Tampa Bay loss. Or a tie, a Seattle tie, or a Tampa and a Tampa Bay loss or tie, or a Minnesota loss or tie, a Seattle loss and a Tampa Bay loss, or a Minnesota loss or tie, a Seattle loss and a Saints loss. So if Green Bay doesn't win, that's a lot of things that it needs to happen. Um, if Green Bay doesn't win, the Vikings need to either lose or tie. Seattle definitely needs to lose. And either uh, New Orleans or Tampa Bay, one of those, uh, gets them in. The easiest one to do is to win your game against Chicago, a red-hot Chicago team. Um, I don't know. Win your game, Green Bay. That would be, be a fantastic season if they can make the playoffs. First season under Jordan Love. Jordan Love has gotten better every week. That's some good stuff there by, obviously, Jordan Love and, of course, by the coaching staff. The brilliance of Matt LaFleur has been absolutely terrific this season. And, the you know, their first season without Rodgers. So. Yeah, that's also a big thing. That's also a big, big thing. Okay. Vikings in Detroit. Detroit's already clinched their spot. They've already won the North. Yeah, I believe Detroit, because of the controversy, on Saturday with the officials, um, they can still get the two C, but they're going to need a lot of help. Um, but they, Detroit is guaranteed a three C. So that's, that, that's good on them. Vikings still need to make the playoffs as a wild card team. Um, but need a lot of help, Bill. They need Green Bay. They need Green Bay, Seattle. And Tampa Bay or New Orleans. And agree Green Bay and Seattle with, with the win. They need Green Bay and Seattle. And they need either Tampa Bay or New Orleans to lose. Well, like you said, they have to win. So they gotta win and they need Green Bay, Seattle, either Tampa Bay or New Orleans to lose. All right. So if you're a Vikings fan, good luck. Yeah. Saints have an easier road. They clinch with a win, uh, Tampa Bay loss or tie, or no tie. The a tie. So excuse me. Let me repeat that. A New Orleans tie. They have to. So they if they tie, but Tampa Bay has to lose. And just to get a playoff berth, they need to win, and they need Seattle to lose a tie or Green Bay to lose a tie, or they need New Orleans to tie and Seattle and Green Bay to lose. Yeah, this is an easier road because there's two ways they can get in. They need to get in via the division or they can get in via the playoff. Um, so All right. New Orleans has some room to work with. The Eagles, they win and Dallas loses or tie, or they tie and Dallas loses and they win the NFCs. Yeah. Much to my chagrin. <laughs> but also, yeah, it's either that or Dallas, so... Yeah, excuse me, sorry. Okay. And you have Seattle Seahawks. 
they win, Green Bay has to lose or tie. Or Seattle has to tie and Green Bay has to lose. Tampa Bay has to lose or tie. Seattle ties, Green Bay loses, and Saints lose or tie. And Tampa Bay clinches the NFC South with a win or a tie, and New Orleans has to lose or tie. Or Tampa Bay clinches a playoff berth with a tie and a loss by Seattle and Green Bay loss or tie. There are your scenarios. Now it's time for picks. It is time for picks. Now, unfortunately, we are going to predict some play some teams out of the playoffs with this uh, with this uh, with this going on. But here we go. We do have a Saturday slate because there are no Monday night games. We do have a Saturday slate. ESPN ABC uh, simulcast. We have Pittsburgh at Baltimore. It's a 4-30 matchup. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Baltimore might be resting some players. I know there's no Lamar. Um, you know, they're trying to, you know, chill out for the playoffs. They're trying to rest as many people as possible. Um, you know, they're chilling out there. So Pittsburgh may actually have a chance here. Um, we did say that if they win, that you know, surely puts them in a great spot to get into the playoffs. Um, let's see if they can get it done. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers final game of the season to win. I'm going to go with the Steelers as well because Lamar is going to be resting up. And, you know, I'm just going to say it. I don't think this should have been a Saturday 4 o'clock game. Why not? Why not? Give us a game that's actually going to mean more. Like, give us, because you know Baltimore's going to be resting. So you know Pittsburgh's going to have enough. But that being said, I'm going with Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Look, the, the game doesn't, obviously it matters for Pittsburgh. For, for, for Baltimore, it doesn't really matter to them. So it's like, I don't mind it. I don't mind a Saturday game. I think it's kind of cool. Okay. And the Saturday night game, Houston and Indy. So this is this is for the playoffs. This is for the division, right? I so, think so, yeah. Well, they one of them whoever wins they need Jacksonville to lose. Right. So this is gonna be a big time matchup. Um let's see, for for a quick second. Uh if I'm not mistaken, Bill Murphy. Yes, we have Buck and Aikman on that game, the Houston-Indianapolis game. So, that's wild stuff. That is wild stuff right there. Um, I don't know, man. Like, look, I, I think Houston, they had a really good first campaign with D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud. I think they, I think they, they didn't surprise you, but they surprised a lot of people. Um, they play very well, but I, I like the Colts. I think the Colts are just better. Give me the Colts. Really? I'm going with, and I'll say this with the Colts, I think I think Shane Sturkin is, I hope I'm saying his name right, I think he is the most underrated coach in the NFL. But that being said, I actually still have – I still have hope with the Houston Texans, so give me the Texans, bro. 
Hey, man. Let's see what happens. That's going to be a doozy one. Oh, I, that's going to be a good game. Everything else will be on Sunday, including the Buffalo-Miami game. That's the night game. Just so you know, it is the A20 NBC game. So uh, for those for those uh, AFC wild card hopefuls that want Buffalo to lose, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> you're going to have to win your games and then uh, wait until the Win end. your games. Yeah. All right, Cleveland at Cincinnati. Give me the Cleveland Browns to win that one. I'm going to go with the Bengals mainly because the Browns are going to be resting everyone. So, but I mean, you never know. I mean, they're not going to be resting a, a whole lot. I mean, they, you know, they they got to get ready for playoffs. So, but I take the I'll take the I'll take the Browns. I'm going to take the Bengals for the the Battle of Ohio. Yeah, Battle of Ohio, two of uh, Paul Brown's beloved teams. That is correct. Um, Minnesota at Detroit. Um, Detroit's trying to fight for – they're still trying to get that two seed. I don't know if it's going to happen because Dal- Dallas is going to win their game. Um, so they'll probably get the three, but, I mean, they're, they're going to try their very hardest to try to move up in the standings. Even Detroit to win this game. Minnesota out of the playoffs. I'm going to go with Detroit as well. I give credit to Minnesota for fighting it through, but Detroit has got the better team. So let's go Lions. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to piss off a whole lot of people in the AFC South and the AFC in general. I'm going to go with the Jags as well. Meaningless game, New York and New England. Um, the Jets was trying to get rid of that ugly losing streak to the Patriots. Um, I don't know if this will be Bill Belichick's last game as a Patriot. He will love nothing more than to go out sticking it to the Jets. I'm going to pick the Patriots to win this one, unfortunately. I'll I am going to pick... You know what? Mark this day in your history book. I'm actually, and I might sound like an idiot for doing this, I think I might pick the Jets on this one. You know what? Look, the, the, the Patriots are a bad team, so it's not, you won't be, it's not shocking that you pick that. It's not. But you know what? I'm hoping. I'm sorry. I'm kind of hoping the Patriots do win in a way because they win, we lose. We move up in the draft pick, so <laughs> there's a system to everything here, right? There's yeah, a yeah, system. Yeah, 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 no, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, I we move up in the draft, so I respect it. So well, yeah, but I actually think the Jets are going to win this one. All right, cool. Now, um, playoff implications: Atlanta and New Orleans. Keep in mind, both are trying to get a division. Both are trying to make the playoffs. Um. Atlanta on the road in a massive game? I don't think so. Give me the Saints. I'm going to – in the Superdome? Who that? Give me the Saints. It's going to be a wild a, uh, NFC South there. Tampa in the worst Carol- division in the NFL. <laughs> exactly. Tempe, Carolina. Um, Chaos in the a, NFC South. I want Carolina to win. I pick them. Give me Tampa Bay. It's I just you, like I knew, I knew you. 
I knew you were gonna do it. <laughs> How come you knew I was gonna say that? Because yeah, because you 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 know you know that stuff just isn't gonna work. Because Carolina is just listen. I actually feel sorry for this team right now. Yeah, I know you do. You have an owner who threw a drink at a fan. Yeah. Not only is David Tepper a horrible owner, he's just not a good person. Yeah, no, they they have a lot of issues with this guy, the Tepper. Like, I, I really, I think he's getting fined like three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Hell yeah, something like that, three hundred thousand or whatever. Yeah, no, this dude's a problem for this organization. He really is. Like, and... to p- people like you and me, we're middle class, working class guys. Three hundred thousand dollars, like that, you know? Yeah. We get fine that we're I'll be, screwed. I'll be in more debt. I'll be bankrupt. But <laughs> someone like David Tepper, he gets fine. That's like chump because he the, the guy's a billionaire. Yeah, the, 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 that's like the, chump change to him. And, and by the way, I still don't like what he did to my man Frank Wright. I think he gave him a raw deal. And listen, David Tepper, he's a terrible owner. He has no idea what the hell he's doing. And listen, as much as I despise Jerry Jones. At least he knows football. Yeah. Like this guy, David, let me give you some advice here. Let the football people do their jobs. Let your GM in the front office do their jobs and you just sign the check. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I'm going with Tampa Bay because... I feel bad for Carolina, though. I really do. You you have an yeah. owner who doesn't know his you-know-what from a hole in the ground. Yeah, and then tickets are $16. You know, like, you know, it, it's so easy to go to these games and no one's going to be there. So it's, it's, it's a whole mess this season. Like, oh. You know, at, you least, know at least on, you know, Sunday when we, with the Giants, at least we have an excuse. It's going to be snowing yeah. here. Yeah, you know who I feel bad the most? And I know I ripped him apart this season, and rightfully so. Because if, if he's gonna if Zach Wilson's gonna get ripped apart for his first and second seasons, then he should get ripped apart too. But Bryce Young, man, you know, he's a, he is not in a winning culture. And look, he's he's a talented guy when obviously when coached right and in a good system. But man, you know, you're 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 putting this guy already in a terrible path with this organization. Like it it sucks. It really does. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, and like he was the thing because you again because you gave away the farm for for Bryce Young, you have no. You have no. You you, you can't give this kid any weapons. You you gave away your top weapon in DJ Moore. Right, right. You gave away your top weapon in DJ Moore. You could have with this first pick. Reg, you could have gotten Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio mm-hmm. State. You could have gotten Malik Nables from UCLA. You could have gotten this kid more weapons. But yep. did you? No. You didn't. And and that and I do Bryce Young, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, I really do. And again, I, I rip him apart. And again, rightfully so, he's played terrible. Because you know, and because you know, on top of this, we'll move on to the next game. You know, he's not going to get a good coach next year because you know, you know, nobody is going to even set 10 feet and is going to be within 10 feet of Carolina. 
Yeah, I mean, you never know. You don't have anything that's going to work for you. You you never know, but right now it is a it is a catastrophe going on over uh, in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. It's just awful, awful to watch. Because whoever's the coach, I don't care if it's Bill Belichick or Kellen Moore or whoever. You, they have, they're they're going to be put in a situation where they have nothing to work with, and that's the sad thing, and that's and I feel bad for Bryce Young. But anyway, let's go on. Um, all right, four o'clock games, four twenty-five. All the four o'clock games are at four twenty-five. Chicago at Green Bay. Give me the Green Bay Packers. I want to go Green Bay, but something's telling me that this Bears team that's been playing very well of late, they want to play spoiler. Give me the Bears. And Bears. For the second straight year, knocking the Packers out of the playoffs. Okay. Uh, all right, Denver at Las Vegas. Uh, meaningless game. Give me the Raiders. Uh, only to beef up the resume of the one and only Antonio Pierce. You know, I, I'm going with the with the Raiders as well. And and, and and I have I have completely changed my stance on Pierce. I think he should definitely be definitely be a high consideration. I think he should as well. Give me and, and I and I said before, you know, look, he, it's just not not his time. He needs to grow a little bit. This team believes in him. You can tell there's a difference in this uh in this locker room when he's coaching. So I think he should definitely be in high consideration for the full time. I do agree with you on that. All right. This is not a meaningless game. It's meaningless to you, but meaningless to meaningful to Philly. Um the Giants at home finishing off their season against the Eagles. Um the Giants play the Eagles well in the second half. Pretty much expect more of the same of that. I don't trust this Philly team, man. I really don't trust this Philly team. This Philly team has gone downhill. Um, they have not played very well pretty much since the Niners game. That had that. I mean, obviously the Jet game, fluky. You know, you know, the Jets didn't play well offensively, but defensively they made big plays. Jalen Hurts wasn't good in that game either. But pretty much since the Niners game, that's where you really saw the downfall of this Philly team. You know, a team that got away with it so many times. Um, you know, the refs handed some of the games to them. Obviously, you know, they they were flirting with losses, but we were able to come away with victories early in the season. I think the Giants got this one. I think the Giants are going to spoil their chances for the division. I'm actually going to agree with you. I'm going with the Giants. I think the Eagles are a bunch of frauds. Yeah. And they're just... The Eagles are a bunch of frauds. Give me the Giants. I can't believe I just said that, but... Yeah, now Terod Taylor is not going to be um, the quarterback next season. Um, But you know what, Tyrod? If you're going to... In the words of Jack Nicholson from Tim Burton's 1989 Batman... If you're gonna go, go with a smile. Yeah, and go away with the victory. Now, if I'm the Jets, I would definitely look at Taylor and possibly backing up Aaron Rodgers. Um, because ne- now well, don't worry, folks. We'll talk about Rodgers in a minute. We promise. <laughs> yeah, the, he yeah. ain't getting away with this. 
Yeah. Um, um so I'll um so I'll be rooting for that to happen and of course many other backups. By the way, can can we just say it right now? Every team needs a veteran, viable, competent, good backup quarterback. There is no doubt in my mind. And unfortunately, because the backup quarterback has played so well this season, Bill, unfortunately, it's going to cost teams a lot of money to get them. That that market's going to go up like crazy. That is true, unfortunately. So, you know, before we sort of, you know, brush aside the path, though. We can't brush it aside anymore, especially after all these injuries. So, uh, tough one. Tough one. Now, for you folks, just real quick on the Giants, I really hope, I know Tommy DeVito's not going to be the guy in New York, but you never know. You never know. You got to give him a chance here. Give him a you chance. You know, that is true. You know, like it's almost as if I feel like Tommy DeVito, and look, I, I like uh, Tyrod Taylor a lot. I really think that Tommy DeVito should have been out there. And look, Taylor's a better quarterback than DeVito. Taylor you know, obviously has more experience. So if you're going for the win, then you got to go, yeah, start Taylor. But if you're trying to see what DeVito is, yeah, start DeVito. So. Maybe next year, you know, when you're still kind of in a quarterback crisis, kind of not. See what DeVito is. You never know. That is true. At least as a backup. Okay, um, moving forward. Uh, Seattle at Arizona. This is a big game for Seattle. Seattle will win this game easily. So Arizona stinks. I'm going to go with Seattle as well. All right. Kansas City, they're already in the playoffs. This is a meaningless game uh, against the Chargers. Give me the Chiefs to win this one. Give me the Chiefs, even though I think they're start, I'm starting to think they're overrated. The, the 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 Chiefs are terrible. I mean, the the Chiefs are what they are. They're not they're not that great of a team, and that's that has shown that's been pretty consistent all year. So the, the, the I think the Chiefs are what they are, uh, but they'll win this game. They'll win this game easily for sure. Then you have the Los Angeles Rams, uh, and they're facing the 49ers. 49ers are probably going to rest some of these players, maybe not rest some of these players. Um, I still have the 49ers to win, though. Yeah, you know what? If the Niners are resting people, though, I think Los Angeles has a chance. Interesting, interesting, interesting. But you know know what? Yeah, let's go with the Rams, because I think Saffron – Resting everyone, so yeah. I mean, look, I think San Francisco is a good team no matter what, but I mean, let's no, see. I don't. I think San Fran can go all the way. But that's a well coached team. They they have some good. Talent. San Fran's going all the way. Yeah, Dallas at Washington. Dallas traveling to Washington. This is gonna hurt. Give me, give me Dallas. Yeah, I mean, look. The, by the way. The the commanders are still starting Sam Howell, I believe. Brissett uh, injured or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. But it doesn't really matter. But the Cowboys. Let's be real here. The Cowboys won the division when they beat the Eagles on Sunday night. On that Sunday night football game, when the Cowboys beat the Eagles, that's when they knew they had a clear path to the division title, cemented by their uh, give by their giveaway victory by the refs against the Lions. Um, 
that that pretty much put them in a great great spot. Um, so I'd be shocked if Dallas blows this one. Give me the Cowboys to win. Give me the Cowboys as well. And then finally, the Sunday night matchups of all Sunday night matchups. You have the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills and what is absolute chaos in the AFC. And look, at first, I was kind of leaning more towards Buffalo to kind of ruin the Dolphins' chances to win the division because the Dolphins have talked like absolute shit all year long, and I'm sick and tired of it. But you know what? I don't care who wins this game or loses this game. I don't care. I don't care what the result is because it's chaos either way. If the <laughs> Bills win, the Bills win the division, and the Dolphins go crying into what the fifth seed, sixth seed. I think whatever. so. Yes. So yeah, like I, I like that. That'll be that'll be fine with me. That's you know they're on hard knocks right now. That is must see TV on hard knocks for sure. <laughs> I would love to see that. But if the Dolphins win, which can very well happen, I know the team is kind of depleted right now. With injuries, but if the Dolphins win, that means the Bills are in jeopardy to get out of the playoff picture, which is chaos for so, me. Too. So, so it's like, I which of your friends do you want to see pissed off? You want to see Mike Rifkin or Nate Moser get pissed off? Mike Rifkin, you know, Mike Rifkin for 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 Dolphins, and he has every right to be very giddy for this team. This Dolphins team is different. Um, but Mike Rifkin is sort of quiet. He's kind of quiet. I need him to be rattled. If I see him on Sunday, I want him to be rattled. <laughs> um, I don't care. I honestly don't care. I, I don't care who, who wins this game or whatever. Who do I think is going to win this game? I think the Bills are going to win this game. But I don't care who wins because it's chaos either way. Let's just put it that way. I know what the Bills. Yeah. Because I think the Dolphins, they've been kind of, the team's been kind of depleted. And you know what? Buffalo has really just turned things around because for a while I thought Miami was going to be running away with this division. But yeah, I think Buffalo is going to really just win this game and win this division. So I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. All right. So as your uh, football picks of the week, best of luck to all those trying to make the playoffs. Um, as a Jet fan, I say screw you all of y'all. You know, I want all of you guys to sweat. Screw it. He just Brad just just did a bad move. Right I'm sorry, now. dude. No, it, it, for all those that make fun of the Jets, and let's be honest, the league doesn't like the Jets. Let's be real. They don't. The, the the Jets are always the butt of all damn jokes. They're, they're, they're laughing stock of the league. They never get anything right. They never do anything right. You know, they're always embarrassing. People laugh at the Jets. They're, if you're a Jet fan, you get all the jokes. And after a while, it gets annoying. So I say, screw all people trying to make the playoffs. I want y'all to suffer. I want y'all to suffer. I want y'all to be in the hospital. I want y'all to be sweating, fainting, whatever you want, because screw you. Screw you. Wise words from a wise man. Now, we got one more thing to touch upon here, and this is something that happened recently. This has to do with Reg's favorite person, Aaron Rodgers. 
speaking of the Jets and their uh and their not knowing what they're doing correctly. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Before we okay, before we go on to what happened, I need to give you all some context. Sure. Back in November 2021, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about Aaron Rodgers getting in trouble for lying about being vaccinated. And listen, our stance is everyone has a right to make their own choice. Mm-hmm. What they whether they want to get vaccinated or not, that's their decision. But my problem back then, and I know your problem, Reg, is that Aaron Rodgers lied mm-hmm. that he was vaccinated. You know, he 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 lied to people. He said and, he he said when when asked if he was vaccinated, he said yes, I was immunized. Now, immunized is a weird word. Didn't necessarily say he was vaccinated, but he said. Yes. It turned and, out he was not. So guess what? That makes him a liar. Go ahead, Bill. And then last March, Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, and this is news about a certain someone that list was recently released. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to extra extract this person's name. I'm not going to redact this person's name. You all know who it is. But we're not going to say who's specifically on this list. But, okay. As you all know, this past week, the Jeffrey Epstein client list was released. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. all of it's going to be released gradually. Yeah, as time goes on, yes. It's, and, a, it's a damning list, by the way. And I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to get into who's on the list, but first, just because they're on the list does not automatically mean they did something wrong. Yeah. Everyone's innocent until proven guilty. But if those who did do wrong, they deserve to be punished. They deserve to have their career ruined. And I think, and I'm sorry, this list just makes me angry. Because it just shows you that if you have money and power, you can just get away with whatever you want. It, 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 it's, it's awful. It really is. It's really it, it really is. If you have money and power, you can just get away with anything you want. But anyway, so, again, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about Aaron Rodgers, and he said something like, and he said some, he called him a wacko packer or something like that and said, Maybe the NFL needs to revisit concussion protocols. Mm-hmm. And then this this Tuesday this Tuesday um Aaron Rodgers was back on Pat McAfee. He was back on Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, and he said, the client list is out. Some people, including Jimmy Kimmel, should get nervous right now. <laughs> yeah, so, something on the lines of that, yes. And Jimmy Kimmel went on Twitter. You know, we're still calling it Twitter. Yeah, sure. Why not? In the words of my good friend Brian, that's the only dead name in I will do Twitter. But yeah. 
So Jimmy Kimmel went on Twitter and he said, quote, and he said something along the lines of, you are putting me and my family in great danger. Soft brain morons like you should just stop it. Or we're going to debate the facts in court. In other words, stop it or I will sue you. So, okay. I have thoughts on this, but Red, you go first. I, I think, look, to me, it's a bad joke. It was a bad joke by Aaron Rodgers. Do I think it goes to the level of suing someone? No. I think that's Jimmy Kimmel acting out of his emotions because he obviously didn't like the fact that Aaron made that joke on the Pat McAfee show. By the way, uh, Pat McAfee apologized for that. Um, And also, I believe the ESPN, the the heads of ESPN, all all the top dogs are pretty much against what Aaron Rodgers did, and uh, he, they chewed him out on that. So, um, you know, they, you know, it just shows, you know, like, hey, look, you know, I'm getting paid millions to appear on a show. I'm gonna say what I want. It's a very, very a big thing there. Um, now, look, I don't think to me, I think uh, it was just a bad joke. I think a lot of what happened afterwards is kind of overblown, but. For Aaron Rodgers, the biggest thing here, I don't care about what Jimmy Kimmel wants to do. If Jimmy Kimmel wants to sue him, go ahead. I don't care. The biggest thing here, and it just proves exactly what part of my issue is with the Jets having this guy. And I get you have him because of his talent. And obviously, if his talent translates to wins, a lot of his dumbass comments are not going to really matter because he's a winning football player. And that's what we want. We want we the Jets, our fans, we want to win. Bottom line. But for Aaron Rodgers, knowing that he has not done anything for this team, let's be real. He has not done anything. I don't care if he has not had the chance to do anything. He has done nothing for this Jet franchise. For him to make such a terrible joke, you know, and look, it's a disgusting joke. You know, these are you're talking about sex trafficking, human children all that stuff, like, this is just terrible things, you know, to be making reference of. For you you to go on Pat McAfee's show, talk about that stuff, like, and then, you know, not only are you putting yourself out there, but the organization, you're a reflection of the, the people you play for, you know? So, look, my message to Aaron Rodgers is this. First of all, play football, play a damn game for the Jets, win a damn game for the Jets. And then talk. And then you can talk a little bit. But if you're going to talk, don't be embarrassing. That's just embarrassing to the organization. It really is. And I know it has nothing to do with the Jets, but it has something to do with the Jets because he is the quarterback of the Jets. And if the Jets continue to lose with this guy and he's making all these stupid comments, it makes it look worse. And do I think the Jets should get involved? Not right now. I think they should stay put stand pat in this. But I think I, I don't know. I'm starting to get very frustrated with this guy. If 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 he continues to do this type of nonsense on McAfee and it does not translate, his talent doesn't translate to wins, that's a problem. And 
you know what? I want to say, do I think the Jets should get involved? No, but at the very least, maybe Woody Johnson or Joe Douglas needs to give Rodgers a talking to yeah. and say, dude, you are a representative of our organization. Like you, yeah, and, exactly. Like what you say, even though it has nothing to do with the Jets, that's literally what people are going to be thinking of. Oh, look, Jet quarterback going on making a dumb, stupid joke. And like, listen, here's my perspective. First of all, I am not defending anyone who partakes in that. No. I'm not defending anyone. And like I, I did say, it, not everyone on the list is accused of wrongdoing, just to be clear. But still, you are making a joke about people, about young women who basically have their lives ruined yeah. by this, by Mr. Epstein. You are making jokes about that, and that is sick. But on the other hand, it, okay, from a legal perspective, when I first read this, I'm thinking, any judge, and listen, neither of us are lawyers. We're not legal analysts here. At first, I was thinking any judge is probably going to side with Jimmy Kimmel. But if Jimmy Kimmel sues, if I mean, Jimmy Kimmel were to take Aaron Rodgers to court, I originally thought that Jimmy Kimmel would probably win. But I watched a video this morning from Jaguar Gator 9 News. Oh. First of all, shout out to him. I promote his channel. Watch. Please go watch him. He actually does have a law degree. He's not a practicing attorney, but he does have a law degree. He's a very smart man. So please go check him out and tell him I sent you. But he did a video on this, and he explained it this way. Aaron Rodgers didn't specifically say Jimmy Kimmel was on the list. Yes, it, 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 it's he 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 was making fun of it, the the situation. And he was I, because Kimmel. there are certain people. Again, we're not getting into who's on the list and who's right. not, but there are certain people who bet on Jimmy Kimmel's show who probably Jimmy Kimmel is friends with, mm -hmm. who are on that list especially some very powerful people who are on that list and are buddies with Jimmy Kimmel. So maybe, so if Aaron Rodgers' attorney would probably say something like, uh, Mr. Rodgers was, wasn't specifically referenced in Mr. Kimmel. But, but, but my thing is that, you know, I don't know if it's going to be that deep, to be honest with you. I really doubt that Jimmy Kimmel... You know, he, he again. I think he's probably acting out of emotion. By the way, Jimmy Kimmel. Look, as much as you know, it's an awful joke, and I feel horrible that he has to be part of it. And you know, people always attack Jimmy Kimmel for his political views and everything. But you know, Jimmy Kimmel. You know, you start. You know, is part of this war because of the fact that he keeps making jokes about Aaron Rodgers. So. You know, you have to expect people to punch back. Now, again, Rodgers punched back in a horrible way. And, you know, he needs to get criticism for that, too. No, I think, um, to be but, honest, I'm not it, on either side that, here. I think it, it's not that, to me, it's not going to be that deep. I, I really, I highly doubt Jimmy Kimmel's actually going to do anything. I'd be sh kind of shocked if he does. I honestly think, listen, I'm not on either side on this one. I think they're both acting ridiculous. Yeah. I think 
Rogers shouldn't have gone on and said that joke. Yeah. But I don't think Jimmy Kimmel should be writing Aaron Rodgers. Like, I get it. You're thinking, oh, my family's safety could be at risk. Yeah. And because. Yeah. He's he's certainly thinking. Look, he's obviously thinking about him, his family, his career, and everything. Another, Another aspect to it. And this is why ESPN's upset is because the the Disney on Disney crying type of thing, which you know is uh, it's not good for the workplace. If you you catch what I'm trying to say here, you know. Yes. So you know Aaron Rodgers go on ESPN talking about Jimmy Kimmel, who is a massive bread winner for ABC. You know it's it's. It's a tough one. Tough one to. We're only five uh, days into the new year, and Disney's not already not having a great. They're already on edge. It's they yeah. lose the copyright to Steamboat but Willie, and now this, yeah. and then they're making a Steamboat Willie thing horror film too. So oh God, we really need to do this. Um, no, we don't. But that's what they're going to do. It's in the public domain. There's nothing much you can do about. It. Yeah, they did that to Winnie the Pooh last year, a movie I refuse to watch. Um. <laughs> All of a sudden, Mickey Mouse goes into the public domain, and boom, they can do whatever the hell they want with it. And I think they're going to do the same to Peter Pan because I think he Peter Pan's going in the public domain. Yeah, well, but, I mean, there have been several Peter Pan movies that are not Disney related. So, so, but anyway, because for those who don't know, ESPN and ABC are both owned by Disney. Yeah. Um, I think both sides were in the wrong. Yeah, look, the bottom line is Aaron Rodgers needs to he needs to be careful, you know, right now. Because, you know, right now he's not done anything for my football team. So any embarrassing thing that you do is a reflection of the Jets. No matter what, it doesn't matter if it's not necessarily directed. It still is, it's a bad it's a bad taste in everyone's mouth in you. And Listen, like, and people are saying, like, well, Jimmy Kimmel, he can dish it. He's got to be able to take it. Well, here's the thing. Well, that, okay, that, that's thing. A, it's an awful joke, though. Like, it, it, this is a serious crime here. No, like, no, I agree with you on that. But what I mean is, okay, when Jimmy Kimmel made that joke about Aaron Rodgers about the, the, the vaccine, and, and, like, listen, again, whether you are vaccinated or not, that's your choice. But my problem with Aaron Rodgers wasn't that he didn't get vaccinated. Again, that's his prerogative. He doesn't want to get vaccinated. He doesn't want to get vaccinated. My problem is he lied about it. Yeah, that's the big thing. My problem is he lied about it. And he deserved to get eviscerated for that because he lied. And he put other people at risk. And listen, and there is a difference between poking some fun at someone for lying and basically trying to accuse someone of sex trafficking. Right. And again, again, like I said, really, Aaron, if Jimmy Kimmel does decide to sue Aaron Rodgers, wow. one, that's going to be a waste of time and taxpayer money. Yeah. And two, like Rodgers' defense lawyer just said, like, he didn't specifically mean Mr. Kimmel. He meant Mr. Kimmel's associates. <laughs> because if he straight up said, "Oh, Jimmy Kimmel's probably on that list," then we're then it's a whole different situation. 
problem is so, he did say he did say Kimmel. He did say Jimmy he, Kimmel. He did say it, but the but like I said from what I heard, it's so vague because that could mean, yep, Kimmel's on the list, or he including Jimmy Kimmel, like he could be worried about his certain powerful friends who were revealed to be on the list. So it's just a weird situation. Yeah, yeah. The, the bottom line is that you know Aaron Rodgers made a terrible joke. It's backfiring on his ass. Uh, backfired on Pat Pat McAfee's ass. Um, like, here's the thing: up and up and about it. To me, it shouldn't be as deep as that. That's all it is. That it do you think maybe Pat McAfee should? At least for a while, because I think Rodgers has what Tuesday million dollars. You better get Aaron Rodgers on every week. No, I'm thinking for at least for a couple weeks. I would say, Aaron, you know what? Lunch and let. Well, after wait football, until at least this I mean, thing. No, no, I mean over. after the football season, he gets a break anyway. So, you know. Yeah, you know what? He's lucky he did this like the last week of the season. Yeah. Because if this was like in the middle of the season, if I'm Pat McAfee, I would have said, Aaron. I think we should put this on hold yeah. until this whole thing blows over. Yeah, it'd be out a million dollars. I know, but still, this is about the integrity of your show. I mean, <laughs> it's tough, tough to ask. You know, Aaron Rodgers likes the Pat McAfee show. That that's pretty much his only platform where he can actually be himself. Unless he gives actually Joe Rogan a call, and actually say what he. Wants to say. I don't think he's he gives, comfortable anywhere else. Unless he gives Joe Rogan a call. Um, I mean, certainly. <laughs> now, Joe Rogan, I don't know if you give him a million bucks, but, you know. But, yeah, my whole thing is just, again, I think I think Rogers is in the wrong for telling that joke. And I think Kimmel is in the wrong for, for you know, for, like, Certain jokes I can see, but this is just to the point where you're accusing someone of doing something that's illegal and that damages people. So please, that's my take on it. And I'm with you. I don't think Kimmel's going to sue. I think he's just blowing smoke right now. Mm -hmm. Look, it was a dumb comment to make, and he really, look, it's. It's terrible. It's a terrible look for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, terrible look for Pat McAfee. And like I said, because he's the Jet quarterback, it's a bad look for the Jets. You cannot tell me that's not a bad look for them. And they got themselves into this when they signed him. And they traded yeah. him. As so we said, saying. Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, and Woody Johnson, this is your legacy. And I hope you're proud. And listen, again, I'm not a Jet fan, but this is your legacy, Jet fans. Hope you're happy. So good night and God bless. Okay, I think that's it. Yeah, man. What a show. Yeah, we hey, we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um Happy New Year, Bill. Happy New Year, my friend. Buddy. Enjoy the football, man. This is going to be a good football weekend. Oh, yes, it is. Concluding with the college football, the Michigan and the Washington and all that stuff. It's going to be fun. 
Yeah, because it's supposed to snow up here this weekend. Yeah, so. I mean, we were uh, all week in Washington. It was, well, we're going to get snow. Oh, no, it's going to be too warm for snow. It's actually going to be rain. And it's, well, maybe a trickle on the western zones. No, no, no. I don't know where we're going. We're probably going to get rain. Um, we're supposed to get like an inch tomorrow, five to eight tomorrow night. Yeah. And, um, and and you know, look, we're, we're, Sunday, we're, so we're due for snow days. We haven't had snow days in like two years, so you know, we're due. Yes. So, my weekend's going to be consist of being snow in and watching football, which mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a bad weekend once you think yeah, about it. It does. It does not. Now I have to work on Sunday, but I will definitely be locked in on that those Saturday games. Woo. Give me that popcorn, baby. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for the games this weekend. All right. Uh, please follow us on our socials. Search the Sports and Sanity podcast. <laughs> also, search Sports Sanity Network. Log on to our website, sportssanitynetwork.com. Um, we're back with more blogs by Mike Rifkin and Mark Halpern. Mark Halpern coming back into the fold. It's going to be great. Um, um, and then... Um, We'll have more of the videos. Bill does his Bengals thing. Yeah, I'll try to get the last one out. Yep. So that 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 please pay attention to him. We may call an audible one of these games. I mean, I'm feeling, I'm really feeling like the Sunday night game. We should go live. I'll uh, I'll let you know. Okay. The uh, I have a I have a very strong feeling that, that Sunday night game is for all of the chaos. You know what? Keep an eye out. We might, we might not. Uh, until then, uh, please follow Sports Sandy Network for more content. Uh, YouTube page as well. Search Sports Sandy Network. We love you. It's great to be back. Um, just in time for the, all the crazy stuff. Just in time. Just in time, folks. And we appreciate you. Please uh, follow us as always. Uh, we'll be back for the. For um, Beavis the fifth inning of seven game seventeen. So uh, please join us. Stay safe and take care.